Fishing like a local isn't just about catching fish. It's about connecting with the environment and the people who call it home. It's about hearing the stories and traditions that have been passed down for generations and sharing unforgettable moments with the people you meet along the way. Fishing like a local is having an experience that stays with you forever. And with Fishing Booker, you can experience it too, no matter where you are. Discover your next adventure on Fishing Booker. This upcoming concert season will be all about the boots, and Tecovis is your stop for the best in Western style. Tecovis has seasonal and limited edition offerings this spring and summer, including men's and women's boots, apparel, hats, bags, and more. All Tecovis boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Tecovis has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. It's hard to find this level of comfort paired with this level of style. Stop by your local Tacova store, have a complimentary drink or two, that's WCB style, and shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and friendly staff are at your service. Many stores even have leather custom branding to make your boots truly personalized. And with regular live music and events, there's no in-store experience like it. If you can't make it into a store, just visit tecovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com. They offer free shipping on all boots, as well as free returns and exchanges, and ship right to your door. Go to tecovis.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to the Real Down. I'm your host, Jimmy. Got Mr. G over there wearing uh, his infamous scooter shirt. Yeah. Uh, That's a I won't, neat, I won't tell that basis. story. Yeah, I was going to yeah. say, I won't tell that story here. But <laughs> yeah. uh, the, the people that know about it, it's a good story. Um, you should hit him up, though. Hit him up in the messages if you want him to tell you. Maybe he will. I doubt it, but maybe. Uh, depends on uh, who it is. <laughs> I'll be selective with that. But now uh, you got the right security clearances. I can give. <laughs> no, you're lucky that my camera didn't film that, man. <laughs> yeah. I can't believe I screwed that up. But uh, anyway, uh, we're back this week for another good show. Uh, I missed Sir. last week, which sucked, but was coming down to baby time in my neck of the woods, and uh, all sorts of stuff happening at work that's just inconveniently timed with. Yeah, you you missed out, man. We had a good show last week. Yeah, I heard. Uh, with Russ and Josh. Uh, I listened to a little bit of it. I still got to go back and finish it. Uh, I've been like, I've been so like out of the fishing loop, man. I'm like, <laughs> yeah. I only got back into podcasting, but like listening to them. But I just can't listen to fishing podcasts right now for some reason. I tried listening to a couple, and I just can't like stick with it. So I've been listening to uh, uh, 
there's like a couple special forces guys podcasts I like listening to and like yeah gun, gun gear review stuff just current affairs just other stuff which ends up being just depressing to listen to <laughs> yeah current say, affairs. you're just like very... okay let's just prepare for the whole world to end is what it sounds like but um i don't know what's got me on that road lately but i've been like way down that road listening to like uh the dark stuff it's ready not, for the, world the dark again, stuff just like <laughs> The, they had the big UAP UFO um, hearing in Washington. So I went back and listened to that for some reason. Like that stuff doesn't even really interest me that much, but I was like, ah, why not? But then trying to get ready for our state championship that Saturday. Uh, this Saturday on yeah, uh, Lake Weiss. I guess they on Coosa uh, or something like yeah, that. Yeah, Weiss Lake on the Coosa River. It is nice. Crappie fishing capital of the world, and it is going yeah. to be a grinder for bass fishing. We uh, we've got a, an ABT tournament there. Bunch of boats couldn't do anything about it with the way all the seasons end at random times for the mm-hmm. Alabama clubs. This is like the soonest date that I could do it. Um, had the Chamber of Commerce on board helping us out most of the year. Hit me up this week and backed out on a few things last minute which kind of sucks because we were having food provided and can have like yeah a that big, really sucks get, oh yeah i was pretty pretty mad but i can't i mean wasn't paying for it so i can't can't really be frustrated with them i just wish i'd known before now mm-hmm. um but i got a lot of sponsor stuff in for the event and i'm hoping i can work it out where everybody that shows up goes home with something that's my yeah. that's how i'm <clears> spending <throat> my friday is laying everything out and seeing how i can because i got uh you know big shout out to lakewood products and sarah and them uh she told me that they would sponsor the event but they were sorry they couldn't do the title sponsor thing and like do a captain's bag and then sent me enough stuff to do it anyway so i'm not um it's like okay well thanks but uh yeah we got got a lot of that going on and it's just i found out today that somehow i missed an entire feeding river so i had to go in and set boundaries on it today i missed an entire like (laughs) And you slacking on that map study, I guess. Well, Weiss Lake is so where it sits on the state line, the lake kind of runs down and you follow the Coosa. Yeah. And the Chatuga River, I don't know how I missed that whole river. And mm. I was so focused because we opened up the boundaries all the way into Georgia so that the guys could get away from the bass boats if they wanted to. Yeah. And I was so focused on find help like guys are sending me possible like look at this as a boundary, look at that. I completely missed the uh that one river. So I got that figured out today. I found a low head dam that's fully intact that we'll use as a hard boundary, but it's just been stressful. Very nice. And I'm not even getting to go down there and enjoy any of it. I'm going down about two hours before weigh in and then I'll do weigh in and come home. Because again, we're three weeks out from the baby, so I don't yeah. need to be away. You can't be. Yes. Yeah, if I could find somebody to run the event for me, I wouldn't even be there to be honest. Cause I don't, I don't know. It stresses me out. Just thinking about it. Just, just. Oh yeah. I, I get it. I know. I'm... But, uh, a uh, few months ago. Yeah. So, uh, but what about you, man? What have you been up to? Uh, I just got back from California yesterday. Uh, pleasure trip. Uh, pleasure trip. Kind of. Uh, for a wedding, one of my buddy's weddings. Oh, nice. So I spent an extra day or so on either side of the weekend out there and uh, 
one of my other friends out there um, took me out on his bass boat and we went and fished the Delta. And, oh, sweet. Uh, he gave me a master class on punching while I was out there. And uh, You stick any donkeys? Uh, a lot of like two to three pounders. I lost a giant in the grass there and they had some like really healthy grass there and lots of it's crazy how many different types of species of grass they got. Uh, but yeah, it was fun. And we caught him like almost all day. And he was like, man, this is one of the best days on the Delta I've had all year, like numbers wise. We didn't That's catch awesome. a ton of like big fish. We caught one like four and a half. Uh, but that was it. Uh, almost all punching. We caught some on a buzz bait. We caught some frogging. We caught some on a drop shot, a spook. And a lipless and a chatterbait. So it was kind of like whatever you wanted to throw in there. Heck yeah. <laughs> if you're finally, in the right spot. I finally went back out since I broke my wrist. Like I've been going through that. I went out uh, last weekend before last for like a few hours finally. And it only hurts if I'm really trying to send a cast. Like mm. if I just like kind of flip around yeah. or small casts, it was fine. But I've been kind of some physical therapy, therapy. On yeah it. i started working out again and um I've, I've, it's basically every time i go and do something that hurts my wrist it's like it doesn't hurt after that so mm. the fishing hurt a little bit while it was had less pain the next day just in general um did a workout the other day same thing it's like i'm pushing out scar tissue or like something i don't know that doesn't sound fun. No, it's it's getting like it's getting there. So, but uh, it figures it's right here at the end of the season. Deer season's already started. So, uh, the next thing on my list to see if I can do with my wrist yet is pull my bow back so I can go <coughs> shoot. shoot yeah, I don't, I don't imagine you have a whole lot of time for that coming up. Well, no, it's basically like I need to go in the next two weeks. Yeah. Uh, and my, you better buddy, be like within 20 minutes of the house, basically. Yeah, it's 20, 20 minutes from here. My buddy's got a feeder up behind his shop. So there's and usually 10, 10 doe standing You're going to have to leave there. a trail cam back at the house. Yeah. Watch your wife. Yeah. We'll be watching the opposite end. <laughs> yeah. But he said he's got like 10 doe that show up at like 530 every day, no matter what's happening with the weather. Nice. And I can literally just like roll up the shop door, pop one, and then <laughs> call it a day. So. That'd yeah. probably be the extent of my hunting this year. <laughs> so. Hey, uh, getting out there at least. I got, yeah, some I, I might not even wear camo or anything. I might just like go out there in my blue jeans and just. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, so back to the show this week. We've got a fun, uh, fun episode. Um, kind of, well, way earlier than we normally get to do it. And mm-hmm. uh, so everybody that's kept up with the show for a long time knows that as the season starts to go down, we cover. Your AOI guys, your championship winners, state championships, all that stuff. And then going to the off seasons, we talk to directors, people, you know, in the industry, have our Christmas break. And then as the season starts back off, a little bit more of the same thing. And then we get our schedule announcements. Well, Bassmaster threw a big old wrench into that really quick. And Steve-O and the guys went ahead and dropped the 2024 Bassmaster kayak schedule. And we've got those boys here with us tonight to talk about it. So without further ado, we got Mr. Bassmaster, Steve Owens, and Sassy Dan. What's up, fellas? Sassy Dan might give us a little surprise, too. Uh (laughs) Uh-oh. Yeah. With another schedule drop. 
Okay, you got me excited. I thought we were about to get something like <laughs> R-rated in this thing. Uh, we'll save that for after after hours. Ah, sweet. Well, what's going on, fellas? Doing good, man. What about y'all? I was gonna say, Dan. I think you I think you're muted here. Yeah, I see you I trying was. to talk. <laughs> yeah. No, no response. <laughs> yeah. Well, uh, Steve-O, give us a brief introduction on yourself. Um, you've been on our show numerous times, uh, so most of the kayak world knows you. But give us a brief introduction, and then Dan will pass it over to you and let you tell everybody that don't know who you are about yourself. Oh yeah. Well, I'm Steve Owens. I'm a tournament director in tennessee um helped start tennessee valley kayak anglers about seven or eight years ago and then got into tournament directing on the kbf stuff and then we just continued to grow everything else and then got brought in to help start the bassmaster kayak series and i did that for a year and then i uh, had to had to back out due to time commitment and uh this beautiful gentleman there on the bottom left and i uh started just messing around with uh tennessee bass nation because you know as we started bassmaster i understood there's a tennessee bass nation that's kind of a feeder system on the state level and so daniel and i looked it all over and we were just kind of like man you know we can make a uh you know because when kbf kind of didn't come around here much anymore we had our grassroots and cast um and then you know the hobies and the bassmasters up here so there was a void in between of that semi-pro if you want to call it that um so we just started messing around with it with some buddies and all of y'all's ideas that help us kind of came together and we started tennessee bass nation and then uh took over georgia bass nation and then as luck and god would have it you know i was able to leave my job this year and take over the Bassmaster series and help rebuild it and um that's what i do now is is tournament direct and you know couldn't do it with without daniel and then you know jimmy and i've worked together in the backgrounds talking about quite a bit of stuff and in the past and uh you know garrett you're part of cast too and we talk about a lot too so man it's just a community effort you know i, I just kind of get to be in the front of it but literally everything that we do is a culmination of a lot of ideas that we all talk about to talk about together so uh, couldn't don't I don't do it alone definitely really don't so thank all of y'all for what you do to help me you know well we we, we uh, think you're a good ambassador for the sport and we appreciate all your work as well uh, all of us absolutely do. yeah well uh now we'll talk to Dan who's probably the one that actually does everything so <laughs> <laughs> I just talk he does everything else yeah <laughs> so you know, I, I bass fished as a, you know, as a kid and teenager leading up and then there's a long pause into it. And I met Steve at a Tennessee game. He's a big Alabama fan. No offense, Garrett there. Hey, but, uh, hey no worries. <laughs> no offense. Anyway, so we linked up. Jimmy just know, leaned back like he's getting ready to get into a story here. Oh, I was just waiting. Yeah. <laughs> so me and Steve-O linked up through a mutual friend, and, you know, I, I hadn't fished in years, and I loved it. And so I was like, I saw Steve-O's post. I was like, man, kayak fishing looks like something good to get into. So I ended up um, buying a cheap kayak, and I go out with him, and he said, hey, you know, jumping this pedal drive. And I was like, okay, that's cool. 
So I jump in. I'm like, man, I wish I had this. He said, I'll sell it to you. And he's had me like he's had hooks in me ever since. So, you know, kind of got into the TVKA stuff and, you know, helped me start. Hey, judge these fish. And then all of a sudden I'm told I'm a director in our local cast club or local cast club TVKA. And I'm like, okay, when did this happen? And then all of a sudden it's like, Hey, let's do this Tennessee stuff. I was like, all right, let's do this. And so he's like, Hey, do you want to be the secretary of cast? And I'm like, he, he's just digging these hooks into me and just, you know, pulling he's me along this, get God, this whole way. So yeah, he, here we are. Um, so I got to be the, uh, TVKA director, secretary of cast, and, uh, you know, help him with some of the Bassmaster stuff and, you know, get to direct a lot of the Tennessee Bass Nation stuff with Steve. So yeah, here I am. So mediocre angler and now a director. <laughs> Thanks to Steve. For, for anybody that doesn't know, he's hearing about cast. Uh, we, we talked about it in previous shows, but it's a collective of all of the clubs in Tennessee's, you know, they follow the same guidelines, same rules, come together mm-hmm. for a championship. And if if you've not fished in a Tennessee club before, even if you've just been visiting, that is, in my opinion, what clubs should strive to do as far as like fluidity. Um, I, I can oh, speak yeah. for Alabama. Yeah. I've, I've been a director <laughs> in Alabama. I currently don't club direct, but I direct the championship for the state. And like we strive to do that because we see – the popularity the again the fluidity just it's very just it seems to be very smooth i'm sure there's a lot a lot of bumps in the underside but um you know we we try to model after that and work our way up to what cast has become and i think a lot of other clubs other big states should or even small states with just multiple clubs should it's only a kick a jump a block it's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply you know, strive to be something like that. Y'all have done a really good job with that. And you and all the other directors, Garrett, your CTK, mm-hmm. um, or you were, I don't know if your wife's going to let you do that anymore. But, I'm uh, uh, I'm stepping down to be the assistant director now. Yeah. So let Jesse uh, kind of take the reins. With, uh, I'll still be there to help him out. One of the biggest things that like I've noticed with Cass is the uniformity of, I mean, I, I get to be privileged enough to help write rules and, runs where they're not ambiguously enough where somebody can get by with stuff but (laughs) and and no offense to georgia anglers love them and you know i get to judge some of the georgia bass nation stuff with steve but the anglers on the tennessee side there's less open mouth deductions there's because of they go to local trails they know what to expect they know you know they get told what the rules are they get shown the rules Mm -hmm. and you know it, it helps 
a lot in, you know, basically preparing a lot of these anglers to fish a Hobie event, a Bassmaster event, or Tennessee Bass Nation event throughout the series. It's pretty fantastic. I definitely agree. Yeah, a lot of a lot of those rules, I mean, like you're saying, are reciprocal with like oh, Tennessee yeah. Bass Nation rules and the Bassmaster rules. There's going to be some kind of nuances here and there that are a little different, but for the most part, the broad part of the rules that everybody's got to follow, I guess. Yeah, that's that's something we did was you know incorporate the scoring to make the scoring standard as far as basically, to our knowledge, uh, obviously all the national events, but anywhere you go, that's you know your criteria for scoring in a kayak tournament so that because we used to alabama used to do it just different i mean no hands on the fish restraining device allowed open mouth um you know it just all sorts of been that oh yeah (laughs) i don't know why i always forget about that one (laughs) but uh just all sorts of stuff it's just we we finally changed all that and like you said there's certain rules that like our, our state's really big into the backwaters and, you know, being able to use a kayak as it's, you know, made, you know, really creek crawl with them. Um, and there's stuff like that that will probably never change in our state. Like you, you encroach on these guys skinny water and it's just bad news, man. Yeah, they're up in arms. It, literally. Uh, there's current arguments going on about it right now. So, uh, but yeah, we get that Tennessee too. <laughs> oh, I bet because y'all got way more of yeah. it than we do. Like, <laughs> I, I I applaud y'all for being able to make everyone well, not everyone, but make as many people happy as possible. But uh, so let's uh, yeah. first we'll start with I don't know, we'll let y'all do it. Um, Dan might have a surprise drop for us, and we can save the 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 national for later. We can do the national now and save the other one for later. It's however y'all want to do it. You pick, Steve-O. Do what? You pick. What's I'll do the Tennessee national because or... there's not as much, but like Tennessee, we got a lot to talk about, so I'll just oh, okay. talk about it if you want. Yeah. So uh, well, I'm, I'm going to – we're going to talk, but I'm going to throw the uh, – y'all go ahead and start talking about it. I'm going to find the graphic because I just had it. Uh, okay. Schedule for 2024. Um, yeah. That's gonna uh, be I exciting. didn't send you the Bassmaster one. Dad, oh, I, I, was, I also that. wanted to ask you – before yeah. we get into that, this is—is is this your first full season running it now for Bassmaster? Kind of, sorta, because the first year, um, the first year when Dwayne called me and and I was offered the ability to help, we were building it. So it was myself, yeah. Tyler Cole, Patrick Malone, Juan Nunez, and then Ben Smith, who a lot of people don't know, brilliant dude. He runs uh, Mountain State Kite Gamers, which. Mm. For those yeah. of you that don't know, Mountain State Kayak Angers in West Virginia is where Matt Ball, Jody Quee, Jed, 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 Jed Plunkett, <laughs> and, <laughs> and I mean, heck fire, probably two dozen hammers. Uh, yes. uh, what's, his, what's his name? All Joe, Jamie Dennis, and them used to fish it. But Mountain State Kayak Anglers 10 years ago was averaging 100 anglers, you know? Wow. And, uh, and wow. so he came in, and we, we basically, we really did kind of take the cast rules because they're pretty basic and simple. And that's how we wrote the Bassmaster rules. And then, so I ran the first Bassmaster kayak event on Logan Martin, along with Daniel and Bethany. Um, that was uh, fun. Remember when we went to Birmingham? Yep. Jim Davis won it. Uh, what was it? 230 something anglers or whatever. Oh, bunch. Um, how long ago yeah, was that then, now? 
like four or five years ago. That was 2020. Wasn't it? No, it's 2020 because we had the uh, the Bassmaster Classic was in Birmingham that year, and that was the year that like everybody got sick, but nobody knew it was COVID yet. <laughs> yeah, it was absolutely. <laughs> that was 20. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I knew it was that time, but I'm I can't tell you a year. I'm awful with dates, years, directions, yeah, how to do everything. But so so anyway, I, I did that one, and then uh, you know helped the season go along, and then I ran the Chickamauga event. Um, and then I got COVID at Chickamauga events. Matter of fact, closed out the season. And then I got a hug with looking and get COVID somehow. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And John Ferguson sat across the table from me for thirty seconds, and his wife hated me for two years because he got COVID. So <laughs> go figure. Yeah, because old Sassy Dang. Dan cast a check Over there. Time. Tyler Cole won it. Yeah, yeah. And so, but uh, and I went ahead and I booked. I got the schedule booked for the next season. And COVID hit full force, like you said, um, around the following year when it went to like to the complete lockdown jump. Mm-hmm. Uh, John Stewart and them had to just basically scrap that schedule and put a whole new one all together. And then I was just like, man, I can't. I just didn't have the time to take off and work for it. So, so this to answer your question, no, it's not my first year, but my first year of handling it all. Yes. So yeah. Well, I was going to say, I wanted to commend you on a, a full season and how, how it's gone this year. I feel like it's had a lot of growth this season, and I feel like most of the events I've seen run smooth and a lot of positive seem like feedback. awesome events. Like they are, they have awesome turnouts and solid limits put up to the whole, to the whole board almost. So it was a cool yeah, season. We, we got lucky here. and I appreciate that from both of y'all. We, uh, we got lucky a lot of times, you know, we had some weather in some, you know, and, and y'all know the Gunnersville one was awful at the very beginning during practice. And <laughs> yeah. I mean, Garrett's around with a tornado. Yeah, that's right. Like that's legitimate <laughs> Yeah. Yeah, that's right. And, and so, yeah, but it, it's all went good. And, and in all the events, like Daniel said, you know, with the, the Tennessee anglers doing such a good job, um, we had very, very little deductions. Now, granted, the Bassmaster Series has brought in a lot of brand new anglers. Totally. A lot of people showing up with have never fished in a kayak tournament, period, wow. and hopped right in and did well. I mean, we had Eric one DePalma. poor gentleman on Hartwell. Yeah, yeah. absolutely, yeah. yeah. We had one poor guy on Hartwell. I can't remember his name, but uh, early on in the morning, I mean, this dude's sitting on like 90 inches in, in an hour and a half. Every one of his fish are backwards. Oh, God, I remember that. So we got him corrected, and he catches four really good fish, no identifier, something like that. So, I mean, it was just awful. I felt so bad for the guy. I wanted to give him his money back, but, I mean, it was uh, – it's a learning curve, but, you know. So yeah, you won't Martin do it again, that's for sure. Yeah, the one oh, on Logan yeah. Martin, we, we, I wish we had this picture still, and it's gone forever. Oh, man. But there was a gentleman that caught about a four pounder and somehow he got it through the elastic of the tourney tag. Yep. I mean, it looked like me in a size small shirt. I mean, it was just, <laughs> oh it was God. awful. And yeah. And I, oh, or and, yeah. It was the, one of the best things I've ever seen ever. Uh, so but yeah, it, um, yeah, but we, we had a real good season. I mean, you know, and 
you know, we got some things we all need to clean up, you know, like, you know, Russ addressed some things the other night that, you know, we have to work on just a few things to make sure that, you know, everybody that shows up can show up and communication is the biggest thing because, you know, of all, of all of that stuff that was brought up, literally I had one text from a competitor that was just F bombing about some stuff and it's fine. He's my friend. But other than that, it was a whole bunch of, uh, it was a whole bunch of um, fourth and fifth hand information making it my yeah, way. Here. So, you know, yeah, I, I took it upon Telephone myself. Game I started going on. Yo, yeah, yeah. And I, 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 so I then, you know, when it all settled, I reached out to every one of those people that I had found in that loop, so to speak, and addressed it all there. But the key thing is, is, is we can't operate like that and have high level events because number one, tournament director has to have the information to be able to handle infractions or things that are done wrongly, whether they're on purpose and intention, unintentional. Um, the other part is, is that rumor mill group kind of stuff that goes on. All it does is create uh, senseless slander against people that don't deserve it off of assumptions or hunches. Yeah. Um, and, and so that's, that's another thing that, you know, we have to tighten up and clean up and, and we will. Sure. There's not there's not a set of rules that makes that kind of stuff happen. It's just communicating to you all, letting you, you know, to say, hey, Garrett, you know, when you fish, you know, um, if you see something that you're unsure of, call me, you know, because yeah. we don't want it to come up four days later and find out that someone had cheated or someone was inadvertently had a rules infraction that helped them win. We don't we don't want that later on. We want to handle it right then and there. And I can assure you, even if it's a person that did it inadvertently, they want to be called out on it so that they don't do it anymore. Because what if they make it to the second day yep. and all their stuff gets disqualified when we could have stepped in and helped something because not every infraction is a, is a, is a kicked out of the tournament penalty. Yep. You know, we like have time penalties fish you know, DQ know. or something like that. Where yeah. Simple. They still stuff have like time that, to make but, up for it if you catch it right down there. Kind of right. But the, but the main thing is, is that if, if something, if, if you are going to text a person about something in the tournament or make a phone call, you know, number one, you need to check communication rules about outside stuff. Uh, the other thing is you, you really need to stop and think, what am I doing? Do I want this even handled or am I just venting? You know, um, so if you want it handled for the sanctity of the trail series, then you, that the director is who you call immediately, you know. Yep. Um, I'm not going to call Jimmy and ask his opinion, man, do you think this guy's doing this or this or this? Because Jimmy is, is at home, you know, <laughs> sleep deprived because he's having to burp a baby at 2 a.m. soon, you know, yeah. um, you know, so, and that's, that's the thing. We've got to tighten that up, tighten that up. Tournament stuff happens within the tournament and it happens w- with anglers in the tournament and uh, administration that's within the tournament. Not not anything else, and that's how we address things that need to be addressed the right way, you know. Yeah. So, sure. but having said that, you know, we had almost 500 unique anglers in the series this year. Uh, blue million fish caught. I mean, Susky had 700, yeah. 1730 fish, 146 yeah. people. We're a little bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Derek Brundle. Yeah, Derek Brundle said, uh, Massachusetts angler. What was it, Daniel? I don't remember if you, you caught it on the awards or maybe he told me this off air, but he caught something like 30 fish oh, yeah. that he could not cull an 18-incher with. 
and they were all in the 17 plus range. They weren't yeah. 14 inches. Yeah. Fly me there now. Catching, yeah. I, I 50, 60 fish. So I wonder what I the no limit yeah. event that happened earlier this year there would have been like at this one. Like if you oh, caught 30, oh, 17 oh. inches. Like, no, it, it would have been ridiculous. It would have been ridiculous. And I was telling Daniel, it was almost like everybody talks about river magic and the mystique of things. Good grief. Everybody was coming up typical like they do. Man, you know, you should have put it here. You should have done this. You know, you should have yeah. put more tree. You should have put more shade on this bank so I could fish it. You know, just all kinds of stuff. It's, it's <laughs> typical stuff. And it's okay because I love it. You know, and so Barry, Barry Davis come up. A lot, everybody mm-hmm. knows Barry. You know, and Barry's great. He yeah. come up. He said, "Well, I know I can catch a limit about seventeen hundred places, but they're all going to be fourteen inches." And then, <laughs> boom! Right out of the gate, he catches stick some big fish, and so everybody was catching 12, 13, 14 inch fish everywhere during practice. They weren't oh. catching super big ones. Some people were, and then they were like, "Man, it's going to rain. It's going to be cold. That's going to destroy it." And I'm sitting here in my mind thinking, like we think, "Oh hell no." Cold, rainy weather, Del Hollow, Tim's Ford, yeah. we're ready for it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I didn't That's... say anything because I didn't want to influence anybody's mentality. Um, because you know, you get run out on a rail for that too, I guess. But so <laughs> I um I um I kept quiet and that morning me and Cisneros went to the launches and you could just feel it, man. I at three of these events I've went out to the ramps during the top during the tournament and I'm not making it up or just because I'm a part of it, but dude, you can just feel it. People are together. They're, they're there to fish a tournament and have a good time. And it's, it's not to overstate. It's something special, man. You, you yeah. can just feel it. You can just feel the energy from people, the vibe and, cool, and they caught the fire out of them. And so I was proud of those people, man. They, they did a lot of, a lot of good work. So. Thank that's yeah. awesome. Yeah. That's really cool to see an event that, pops off like that i mean you've had a couple this year that did that and we had that one and you had possum kingdom where you had two people over 200 inches Uh, yeah first time that's ever happened that's pretty amazing yeah no it's been it's been a heck of a memorable year from the you know the success of the events on the angler side but seeing the angler response to like the changes that have been made with Bassmaster, you know, the participation, you know, when you look back to this time last year and there was a lot of questions, you know, Oh, this, this tournament entity had an average of this and these had a couple bad ones and KBF's doing this and what, and like this year it's like y'all have Bassmaster and Hobie have literally just stood out above the rest like completely. And, but the, the change in the, the upswing of the Bassmaster following has been like awesome to watch. Cause for me, it's kind of an, I told you so thing. Like I said it last yeah. year when Steve-O was announced, <laughs> yeah. I was like, this is what it's yeah. going to be. People follow this guy and yeah. people were like, I don't know. I, I don't that. think that it's going to change. Anything. It's, it's already like a such a well-established yeah. brand that it's like easy. To yeah. Take, take a well-established brand and yeah. someone you trust and then you're in. But like, in the right hands and yeah. it's going to, yeah, it's going to flourish. So with with all those changes and you had a great year, I've got the graphic right here. So let's uh yeah, let's talk and walk through uh, the twenty twenty four schedule. All right. Yeah, we um, you know, again this year, you know, I I lobbied, I lobbied really hard because I wanted more events because I don't like not being able to go to an area because mm-hmm. I feel like if we had two more events, I would be able to get something in the Midwest again. 
and go to the true, you know, northeast, you know, Jersey, New York, Connecticut, you know, yeah. New Hampshire, all that area. But as they mentioned, you know, we had a really good tournament average. I think we, we improved 86% in attendance. And so we, we proved that, you know, we feel like we've got the formula right. Um, and, and it wasn't all by myself. You know, AJ and I sat down and we, we vetted out some rules to where we could have some, some, you know, singularity and a lot of stuff. And, and, uh, and we just, we worked together on everything anyway. I mean, he's the one that pushed me to, to do these things instead of just staying, you know, at cement plant for the rest of my life, having a great job. So, um, <laughs> so, 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 but, but Hank and, and the guys at Bassmaster proved they do know what they're talking about. You know, they said, well, you know, if we, if you go too big, too quick, you're just going to spread your anglers out more, you know, uh, yeah. the economy's not great. So, so, ha- so I had to revert back to this year planning from last year. I need to pick five events in five areas geographically where I know there's a body of anglers that can bring us a hundred. And then we shoot for the moon and have 130 to 160 travel, you know, to end up with 150 ish at least in a tournament. For so sure. anyway, that's what we did this year. Hat in hand. I hate it to the people that we can't service this year, but uh, you know, I'm just, just buy, continue to like Jimmy said, buy in watch what we're doing and, and just see the results and we'll, we'll get it there eventually. You know, the boats have been around, you know, doing this 50, 75 years. We're really just getting this on the, on the heels of KBS is what they've done in the past and Hobie as well. We're, we're able to catapult this, you know, to, to what it needs to be as a sport, you know, along with them too. So, so anyway, you know, I did my research, talked to all the anglers and, you know, reached out. Um, well, actually, they reached out to us. Um, Lake Murray, uh, you know, Bassmaster's got a big history with them. And that time of year is going to be, you know, from, from what I've told and gathered, and there's been some tournaments uh, from other entities there in the past that time of year. There's some big was fish there, caught, you know. I think there was a, a Hobie out there this year. Is that right? Uh, there's KBF last KBF. couple of years. Yeah. He had the yeah, chat's got a history with not who we're working with, but a, a different area. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, so, um, yeah, man, it's, it's just, and you know, Vinny and the guys at queen city and the oh, other yeah. clubs in the, in the North South Carolina area, they support, they, they really truly support Hobie and Bassmaster stuff when it comes to the area. Um, and they have this a huge year, kayak following there. Oh anyway. yeah, yeah. Like Vinny and them yeah. do a great job. There's your 130 yeah. anglers right there. Yeah. Like, oh, dude. Yeah. 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 Like, like to put it in perspective, Hartwell last year, I think we had 169, 170. Um, and that was now last year, you got to remember the way I had to drop a schedule in. We had our first event and then boom, championship and then boom. Yeah. Like back, back, so we back. got our, our Hartwell, but, but on Hartwell, like Vinny's club doesn't allow motors. So he's sitting there with 115 anglers and, eight or 10 of them fish Bassmaster because they chose to skip, they, you know, skipping mm. a club event up there where you guaranteed $1,500 yeah. first place angler of the year money and all that's really hard to do. So uh, yeah. we appreciated their support a lot, but Vinny and I had talked and he brought up a very good point. Um, you know, by them not having motors, it's not really adding to. So what we chose to do was make certain that we're deconflicted on the schedule so that now, cause those, those anglers do have motors that fishes club. They just don't use them in tournaments. Yeah. So now, you know, they can they can be free to fish Lake Murray and use their motor and it being no conflict to Queen City. And hopefully we can get, you know, 
Uh, I, I would love, I love, I love and it, it's hard. It's not easy to run a 200 angler tournament. I know y'all, uh, we all have to an extent, and then Daniel's in all of them with me. Yeah. It's, you sit around all day and not in a negative way. You, you, you literally, your job is to sit and wait on something to happen. You know, because oh, yeah. that's, that's, that's what makes, to be honest, we can all judge fish and put together schedules, but handling what happens when it happens is what sets us all apart with one another. Yeah. But, um, and so I'd love to have a 200 plus at this one too. Uh, I think the timing for it would be great. The lake can handle it. Uh, and then I think the Savannah river feeds into it. So, and then kind of like what you mentioned, you know, earlier with, there was, there was a little bit of a knee jerk and a misconception when we did the launch list that, you know, especially a lot of the Alabama guys, because I've talked to them, you know, well, you're cutting out the rivers and this and this and this. no, the ramp list is there because we can't know where all the public stuff is unless we mark it. And secondly, there's never a gray area anymore because you have a launch provided that's that, that you can't be in rules violation of. And then the other thing is, is if you go and look at all these tournaments we had this year, I painstakingly went as far as I could up to make sure I didn't find landlocked fish and there's where your launch was. So there was tons and tons of skinny water, but again, that's progress. You have to, see it before you understand it and now they all do and so we're all good but i just didn't want them to think that anybody was trying to be targeted or any any group of fishermen or whatever like right now like 10 killer the championship i'm looking up that creek arm as far as i can go to where it looks like you're not having to drag over every five foot to get to water you know because i want you to have what you like to fish um and then yeah moving on because and y'all have to get the needle because you know i get you know get rolling but <laughs> i'm uh, here for it it's all right <laughs> yeah um, try to make preach. sure yeah try to make so, sure we, we so keep we're the, starting the, the season at lake murray yeah uh, yeah so that was 10 minutes 10 minutes there yeah. this <laughs> next between that, we got the championship right before the I, next event yeah march 2021 again in conjunction with the classic yeah um yeah, we'll do that. Uh, hosted by Tahlequah, Oklahoma, and That's then awesome. when we get finished there, you know, and I think we feel like we spaced them out a good amount of time um, to where if you're not fishing all the series, if you're just fishing hours primarily, then you got some, you get to recoup some money and, and some home time. Mm-hmm. Um, but then we're going back to Possum Kingdom in April. Um, this, you know, talking with Guillermo and Duke Tran and some of those guys down there, um, I had it written down. We had forty. 22-inch plus bass or 21-inch plus bass, I think. Um, yeah, I had the had stat somewhere. It was like 46 or something like that. Over yeah, we had half a dozen 23-inchers or something like that, too. It was stupid. It's it's just it's made up numbers. Nobody believes it. They don't click <laughs> the next, but, um, yeah, but and like you said, uh, we had the two 200-inch club guys, you know, and uh, so we're going to get back there in that time of year. Um there's, there's more options to fish. Um, there's more options to fish. Uh, it's not just the typical summertime bite, like what we had this last go around. So I think you would maybe then, be able to hit some of the spawn. I mean, maybe on the tail end of it in Texas, but you yeah, might be able to yeah, hit it, some of the like spawning fish and stuff. Those, those fish are going to be so big <clears throat> that time of year. Yeah. It's going to, I know. Oh, you might Texas fish on smalls again with man. Like, true. Like, <laughs> Lunkers, chair lunkers come out of there at that time. Yeah. That would be great. There is one tournament that I missed, and it's out of Hell's Gate, which is a gorgeous place down there. Yeah. Um, and it's it's a yearly thing. And actually, our camera boat guy, um, he, he's he's in the tournament. 
Um, but uh, it's only like a hundred or less boats. So it's not anything crazy. So, um, and then when we get done there, you're going to get a month break, uh, skip, you know, Mother's Day and all that. Did a good job of that. And we're going to go yep. back to Gunnersville again where we had 234, you know? Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's it. And at a good good time on Gunnersville. I usually find spawning fish in May on Gunnersville. <clears throat> it doesn't matter. He didn't catch them, but he knows where they're at. Yeah, I know where they're at. <laughs> He's going to the whole time. Yeah. I can <laughs> go hit him in the head with something for two I, hours. I, we <laughs> laugh about that, but two years ago, that's what me and him did. I threw a frog for a solid, like, eight hours that day yeah. in the middle of May and was wearing them out. Uh, but no, that'll, uh, that'll be a good one. Um, I know there's some talk with the Alabama clubs about trying to maybe do something in conjunction or, uh, you know, uh, do like a super event again. So that'll, mm-hmm. that that one's going to pull a, a bunch. Jewelry isn't a gift you give just once. It's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment. Every time they see it, blue Nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com This episode is supported by FX's Clipped, the scandalous story of the 2014 Clippers owner's racist remarks captured on tape and heard around the world. The series charts the tape's impact on a dysfunctional basketball organization striving to win against their reputation as the most cursed team in the league. Starring Lawrence Fishburne, Jackie Weaver, Cleopatra Coleman, and Ed O'Neill. FX's Clipped. Streaming June 4th, only on Hulu. To people. Yeah, and, and the good thing, like we all know about Gunners, it's literally one of those where you have to purposefully take it off schedule because it fishes... So good. I, I really beat y'all. You know, we all live close there to it because, you know, Daniel and I are just an hour and a half from, from our juice, too. Um, oh, yeah. Dude, you can fish it all year round. There's literally like maybe one month out of the year that you don't want to go fish it. And other than that, you can just go fish it and catch fish a lot of times. The mm-hmm. eelgrass does suck. Uh, spoke with them recently on that, and they're working with biologists from other lakes that have eelgrass to work on getting rid of it without just frying the entire lake to get rid of it. So yeah. uh, I think they should purposefully drop a ton of hydrilla just to kill all the hillgrass. That's a good <laughs> yeah. idea in my book. <laughs> After dealing with yeah. the hillgrass this year, this is the worst I've ever seen it. I'm perfectly fine with it. I thought I hated hydrilla mats, you know, trying to get places. Dude. No, eelgrass can... I, if you haven't, for anybody listening to this, if you've never seen a picture that any of the bass boat guys or kite guys have posted of pulling your trailer out of the water, your trailer will have a hundred pounds of eelgrass on it. And I'm not exaggerating. Yeah. <clears throat> not at all. I saw a guy pull the axle off of his little single axle trailer because there was so much of a mat. Like, I mean, okay. Oh. Obviously old rusted redneck trailer, but still. <laughs> I lost one of my uh, Hobie fins the last Gunners little event from eelgrass getting matted up in it. And I just kept powering <laughs> through it. And I just finally ripped one, all, one of them off. I was like, oh God. It takes it. it takes all things. Yeah, uh, yeah. So that grass can get expensive. Lake Gunners will be be killer. Probably, I would probably say maybe your if it's not your biggest event of the year, I think it'll be your second biggest event of the year, number uh, participant wise. And then uh, back to Susky. I'll be there, yeah, I'll be there. Uh, I'll be there at Gunnersville, uh, hanging out at Scooters. 
Yeah, yeah, that'll be all you're doing because you got a kid, man. You got to go back home. Dancing at scooters. He's got. He's got to get that side money to pay for that kid. Yeah, on that pole. So uh, when are uh, when are both when are, are yours is already here, Garrett? Yeah, yeah, he's two and a half months old now. Got you. I, th- I thought we'd text about that, and then Jimmy's will be here in a month, uh, like three three weeks. weeks. Yeah, so we'll bring <laughs> with us and yeah. I've already like I was so excited when you dropped the schedule, and then I was like, "Yeah, well, I probably ain't making any of these." <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. I'll at least come and like hang out and say hey, and you know, give all y'all a hug. But that's probably about all well, I get to do. <laughs> well, hey, here's here's tournament directors thinking it worked, Garrett, for you, buddy. Yeah, yours is two and a half months old. Jimmy will be a certified trained dad by the time. Huntersville gets here. He can babysit both the kids while you go to scooters. I mean, I've already got another kid. Like I'm certified already, so I could. Yep, I could. Yeah, yeah. That that's that's the way it's. That's pretty fucked up thinking, but I could. (laughs) Or, I mean, you got a daughter, right? Yeah. How old is she? Twelve. Dude, she can babysit the kids by herself. You can oh, yeah. That's a good point. Oh, yeah. Now we're yeah, really that's a good point. Big brain it's fun moves, to dude. her. Yeah, it's yeah. fun to her, man. Golly. Here's two yeah. screaming kids. Got... Dad's going fishing. Peace. Yeah. yeah. We got yeah. this figured out. Yeah. We back Monday. <laughs> you kick yeah, Steve over so... 20, he'll check in on them. I mean, yeah. that's, I, that's what I'm going to do. I'm just going to bring him up and find out where y'all are hanging out Again. for the tournament and just you be like, hey. Y'all like kids. I, got, I got the tournament headquarter address for Gunnersville already. <laughs> Guaranteed. Slash Some of the driveway. Daycare. Just, yeah, I'll give you the door code. Start a, uh, a daycare business that travels with these events. Where everybody drop the kids off. Revolutionize the system there. Yeah. <laughs> I get that participation numbers up. For for kids and dogs. That'll be our that'll kid, be my kid, Kids, dogs, and the wives. I mean, you can stick yeah, them out there, too. The whole thing. Well, I give you say we'll set we'll set some sort of record for for wives and females and others showing up to kick everybody's ass for dragging kids out of the That's house. That's true. That's true. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Be yeah like that'd be some something for of... your camera boat to get a picture of uh, anglers getting their asses kicked at the boat ramp when they get back. This big angry mob. Yeah, yeah. There's a couple of stories about some of our beloved Georgia Ooh, anglers. Dis, uh, disappearing and then the wives like hey where are they at i mean it was you know they got to got back to the boat ramp and partaked a little bit after a tournament a little too much to where they had to leave the keys in the glove box to sit around for several hours and, uh, <laughs> oh yeah. no yeah Oof. nobody could get a hold of them because of cell signal so we, we've had i think not to discourage anybody to fish gunners but we've had like two shooting events on gunners one during this avenue so far Yep. Yeah. So so we're fishing Gunnersville, TVKA, NACA one year. And uh I was on the phone with Lambert. They were fishing Dardanelle, Hobie, I think it was. And I get a call and I didn't I said, well, let me call you right back. And it was John Doe. You know, y'all know him. We'll talk about it later. Don't put the name public. <laughs> he says, Hey, hey man. And I'm fishing the same creek as him about too far away to go see him. So he says, Hey man, I just want to let you know, I don't know what to do. Um, I had these boaters, the boats got in on him. There's a, the big bass splash was down there. Yep. So the boat came in on him. He's like, Hey man, what are y'all doing? And they're like, ah, whatever. Stupid kayakers. So they cut him off and they start throwing at him 
antagonize them. So he's casting, you know, at them, like trying to hit their boat, like get away, you know, because people don't stop and think it's scary. You could flip and get, have a heart attack. And so, yeah. Oh, yeah. so they, they start ramming him with a trolling motor. And what? if I can remember the story correctly, oh, yeah. they're about to flip him. <laughs> and he has, you know, he's, he's a veteran. He has, and you know, he, he loses his composure and he pulls his pistol out, shoots it in the water three or four times. And so they take off. So he says, what do I do? And I'm immediately like, throw the water, throw the gun in the water. Comes out or he's like, all right, cover your tracks. Yeah. <laughs> they, were, the, yeah. they were from yeah. Iowa or Illinois or something like that. Yeah. Yeah. Out of state. And I said, did you get the boat? And, you know, cause like we talked about, I mean, you raised in the ghettos and the hollers. The first thing is fight or flight, you know? And so <laughs> I leave. So I tell him, I was like, I said, give me just a minute and I'll call you right back. I said, are you okay? And he said, I'm fine, man. I'm just a little shook up. I said, you know, put the pistol up, don't have it out, you know? And he's like, okay. So I call uh, Russell Vandegrift. He's a game warden in Tennessee that fishes TVKA with us. And so I call him yeah. and I said, Hey man, here's what happened. And so, um, um, uh, what's the guy down at Bucks Island? Um, Jeremy, Chappell. he's, no, the other guy. Uh, he used to be like the Hobie rep or something. Matt. Um, oh, Brooks. Yeah, I think that's it. Is it Brooks? I think he isn't he a cop or something? Or I think so. Yeah. So, but there's Gunnersville has a, a Marine police, not like you know, leatherneck, but like Marine, like water, Marine life. <laughs> and so, I call him and he says, "Hey, man, let me get a hold of Matt. He'll know what to do." Gunnersville's got that police force or whatever. So. They call back and I get, I said, this man is at, you know, X boat ramp, you know, he'll be there waiting on you, you know? And so I, I called him back and said, Hey, the cops are coming. They need to get a statement from you. I went ahead and let them know that you were scared for your life and you need to make certain you let them know that these people were trying to flip you. And I explained to them that when, when you're in a kayak, if you fall in the water, it's the same as falling anywhere. You're, you're scared because you can drown. You can have a heart attack and the, and they, and that you shot in the water clearly away from them and, and that they took off and, so they called the tournament director and said the the like IA whatever it is Iowa um, boat letters and the people never came back they never they never they just went straight to their trailer oh, they, they got their first yeah. taste of an Alabama redneck real quick that's it, <laughs> that's, it. that's it yeah and so yeah that was a uh, that was something yeah, else right there I, I give him credit yeah. for being composed enough to shoot the water I'd have shot a hole in the boat. Yeah, no kidding. If I've got mad enough been, to pull it out, I'm going to use it in some form or fashion. Yeah. Like, oh, phrasal. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's why you got baby boy on the way. That's, that's valid, too. That's valid, too. I walked into that one. <laughs> so did she. So did she. They just keep coming. Holy. Yes. So do you. There's there's something like this happens every time I have Steve on. Yeah, let me put my professional hat back on. Oh, here. hell with that. Yeah. Yeah. Well, uh, we're, we're three quarters of the way through the schedule. Here. Once we're off yeah. the shooting tangent, we'll get back to the, uh, the Bassmaster kayak yeah. schedule. So uh, leaving Lake Gunnersville, July 27, 28. You hit no bullet holes. Yeah, yeah. So when you... After you fight your way off of Gunnersville, we're gonna we're gonna get away from you know some of the ugly. Nobody likes fish in June. We're gonna go up north to Susquehanna. Um, nice. Interesting thing about Lewisburg is uh, that last TBKA Gunnersville NACA tournament we had. Um, I was on the phone with him pre-fishing the chamber, the uh, tourism bureau director up there, and I'd given him social media links and people's names and stuff, watching some anglers. 
we hadn't we we probably had 30 people signed up for this tournament when he called and said hey we talked about you guys coming back you know the, the next year i want to go ahead and offer that contract to y'all you know just based off of the buzz he saw off the internet you know and social media so thank y'all um and they asked you know do they do they think we would come in the spring more and so uh that's how this this came in july now had i known october would have done what it done this year no we'd be back in october but yeah. <laughs> um, um, uh, there's something about like i was saying it when we said it a few weeks ago i think is that like something about like the rivers in the fall and Kind of the winter they kind of fish a lot better i think than than most of the time yeah. in, in the summer uh, right like they go through their fall transition a lot faster and they start doing doing their thing so yeah but we um and so then you know and i, and I explained to you guys a little bit when we got there um man they were just it was amazing you know we all make fun of northerners and how they but dude they were like us down here they were everybody was so welcoming just, I mean, they were just over the moon at, at everything that we all were able to bring up there with the anglers. So, so we're going to go back up there, you know, and, and there's a, a couple, there was one Hobie event in the past recently that had, you know, quite a few good fish caught still that time of year. Mm-hmm. Um, and then absolutely going to skip all the yucky summertime fishing everywhere. And there's not a lot of places. Uh, yeah. Not a lot of places in the country that fish really good in October. Like, you know, uh, we know Gunnersville still fishes good in October. Um, there's just there's just not a lot. You know, we got lake drawdown starting in some areas. Um, so, you know, listening to the anglers that we talked to, everyone said um, you have to go to Caddo and Bissonneau. It, it's probably one of the top three, if not the best, um, fall, low water, fishing that you can do down there and then we've all seen the the kbf national championship numbers the hobie numbers people there's just there's monsters living there yeah so uh so we um do they have a drawdown i don't think they have a drawdown there do they because it's like a natural lake i think it's a natural drawdown it's just the lake level does kind of drop in in a little bit what adam riser was explaining need to get him back on soon i miss adam but uh yeah, I do. I yeah. was thinking the other day it's been a minute. Wait, I usually have yeah. him on a few times a year, and I haven't got yeah. to hang out with him none this year. Yeah. He's got the TOC up here on Chick in a few weeks, um, the Hobie TOC. Um, I'm actually going fishing with him Tuesday on Del Hollow. So, um, oh, man. So yeah. Well, one of you is going to yeah, catch something the, nice. That's a fact. Yeah, that's yeah. right. Yeah. <laughs> and so that that that's where we're going to close the season out, you know, and that's, that's five – um, and I didn't do it on purpose, but when you look at them, those are power fishing lakes. I think oh, they yeah. just, Absolutely. you know, you're yeah. not going to have many people out there live scope. You, mean, you can do it on PK. They surely did it. You can do it on Murray. You can do it on all of these except for Susquehanna. But, you know, by and large, these are lakes where I feel like, uh, I'll say it after the fact, I feel like when I looked at these, everybody has a great chance of catching a lot of fish at these bodies of water with all the unique styles that they're capable of. So yeah, or a Senko against a Cypress tree on Cato. So I was about to yeah. say so yeah, that's you <laughs> that's might have fun. somebody have it on a chatterbait, but it's gonna be a Senko. That's so fun. Yeah, that, that yeah. I'm, I'm hey, I mean we had uh fun. what's his name? You ruined uh, it on earlier this name. year, was it? Um uh, I should know because I stayed with him at Chick. Yeah, I can't think of his name. Armando? I'm... No. Uh, I can't remember. 
That's what it was. Rolando Nandine. Rolando yeah. Nandine. Yeah, 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 yeah he's yeah. great. Uh, he, he's yeah, he was flipping a jerk bait against those cypress trees. What? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Keep so. that little back pocket. He he did it. He did it there, and he did it one other place. Because I remember talking to him about it. Yeah, just completely like oddball style, but worked for him. We got a guy like that. Yeah, because he, so. he got a jerkbait title on all times. No, that's what he was doing. He was flipping a jerkbait, not a chatterbait. That's what I said. I thought you said a chatterbait. No, no, no. He's flipping a jerkbait. That's right. Yeah, yeah. Jerkbait. Yeah. So, uh, that's one way to do it. Well, it's an awesome schedule, man. I think you did a good job, and I think from you know the things that get said around in the past, and everybody's always like, "When's the schedule? When's the schedule? When's the schedule?" Well, you just skipped that whole step this year. Like nobody Dude, got the even schedule asked. been done. Yeah, yeah. I had that <laughs> schedule done two months ago, two and a half <laughs> months ago, and I was literally waiting. Susquehanna. Part of the beauty and the struggle of a lot of this is we're going to areas like that chamber. I'd never hosted fishing tournaments, so they had no insurance coverage, had no idea about tournaments or anything. So I got them with our insurance company that I have, and then um, they uh, they walked through and built the plan that they need. That's why last year took so long, was waiting on you know that. Because it took three months to develop that relationship and get them bought in. And then this year, the insurance changed, so I had to wait on that. And then... Uh, Andrew is our guy up there. He went to uh, Rome on like a three, four week vacation. So, or and which was great, but it put everything on hold because I wanted this schedule out a long time ago. But you know, it didn't need to be. It came out at the perfect time, I guess. But yeah, yeah. I was, and, and we're all, both of us. We're all seasons are yeah. all wrapping up, and they're already they're not really totally thinking about next year yet. But they're kind of are, and now it's like now I'm excited yeah. about next year. <laughs> Again, yeah, you're not going to get to go, so it doesn't matter. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I can be excited about it still. That's right. Hey, you got stuff to talk about, people to bring on yeah. shows. So. Hey, yeah. Yeah. We'll uh, have some off-season talk, maybe find a, like our pick for uh, an angler expert of each of these areas to go over. Kind of yeah. talk talk it over. Um, so, yeah. Uh, awesome job on that. And I know – Folks are super pumped. I've seen a bunch of positive feedback about it. Um, there may be some negative feedback about it. I don't know. I don't subscribe right. to that bullshit anymore. So, uh, <laughs> anybody's talking shit, I haven't seen it. So, uh, uh, what are I, I think anybody that has a, I think anybody that has a problem with it, it's just kind of we didn't get to make it to their area, so I'd be pissed yeah. off too. Um, it might not necessarily be their kind of fishing, so I get it, but. Like, at the, like we talked about before, and like, you know, you guys are dealing on Weiss Lake. People complain. Hey, at the end of the day, man, just show up and fish against each other, and somebody's going to win the money. You know, exactly. and, and I get it. It You know, none of us want to get up and go fish a lake we don't want to go to. But um, but but like we talked about, you know, on our team, um, that's, it. that's just what you have to do. You have to go fish fisheries that aren't ideal because let's just say we wake up tomorrow, we can't get contracts at Good Lakes. We have to go to – you know, less than territories. Well, that's what we'll all do, and we'll have fun on the road. You know, so yeah, it's you. You even if you have a bad day of fishing, you usually still have a good trip most of the time. I mean, there are, yeah. but you, you'll you just get out and enjoy yourself, man. And like uh, it was explained, I saw some guys. You mentioned the Lake Wise thing. I saw some guys talking about it, 
um, this week about how it's just fishing so bad and it's not worth a drive. And then a lot of the comments were like, well, that's cool. It's just one less guy I have to compete against. Like, that's right. Somebody's going to win the money and it may be on a terrible bag, but it's still, you know, enough to win some money. So, and, uh, It'll be a fun time. That same thing with any of these. And if you you didn't get a you know an event in your area, take a take a vacation. Take your one your one trip a year. Go out that way. You can, I'm sure you can go to any of these areas and make a family trip out of it, and then just fish a couple of days. Yeah, I might know. go on my birthday to Possum Kingdom. Yeah, there you go. April twentieth, so maybe make that happen. Well, uh, cross my fingers. For so we've got we've got the Bassmaster Kayak Series wrapped up. We're all looking forward to that. Um, but now we're going to let old Sassy Dan step in, and we're going to start talking about the schedule drop that he's got oh, for yeah. us. And I just posted that graphic up so Sassy Dan can take it away. we got the Tennessee Bass Nation Kayak Anglers schedule drop for 2024. What do you got for us, man? Well, so we did seven events last season, you know, we've had a lot of buzz around it and Steve-O came to me. He's like, Hey, can, can we do 10 in a championship? I was like, I'll be worn out, but let's do it. <laughs> We're, uh, You're making more work for yourself, but <laughs> Hey, it's fine. I mean, the, the, I mean, the turnout, the anglers, I think we've had about a 61 angler average at every event yeah. so far. I mean, we've had a couple in the nineties. That's been pretty fantastic. So, most of these lakes, so we've repeated. We, we're doing seven events that we did last year, and so we're coming back to them. So a lot of folks will have some familiarity to those events, okay. and we've added some a couple new ones. Um, you know, we we didn't have Kentucky Lake on the schedule last year. It's back on the schedule this year, but <laughs> <laughs> hey, it's coming back. And, yeah. and I, I will tell you. So the last event that we had there, there was a ton of people caught limits and caught some bigs in there yeah that's me talking crap we did we covered yeah. some kentucky lake stuff and oh, yeah. guys were really like you know happy with how it was fishing compared to you know the last year or two maybe three yeah was that year before last that you guys were at kentucky? yeah oh, yeah it was the year I before I got last like dirt or something in that one. no one cares Jared. <laughs> <laughs> you're just looking no. for a plug we know you're good but you don't fish anymore so it's okay <laughs> So number one on the schedule, this one's like a soft spot in my heart. We were, this is three years in a row and we've come back to Del Hollow to open it up. And yeah, and I'll go ahead and tell everybody, if you can pre-fish and pre-fish early for this one, it it is, you're going to be the only one that's in the back of this slough with no houses, no dogs, which may offend some people that like to fish, but it is just peaceful phenomenal and like i'm telling you pre-fishing if you not if you invite them all pre-fishing that guy yeah well <laughs> you're not going where i'm going so you know we'll just tell you i'm i had done really good but i will tell you like pre-fishing when you pretty much the good. only people you'll see out there are the guys uh shiner fishing yeah yeah That's they're, they're literally shiner fishing long ass poles and floating flying yeah, too yeah. early <laughs> so um, but yeah. and when you catch and i'll tell you this i haven't been to susquehanna but i've caught smallmouth in multiple different lakes it's actually a year ago today that i caught a 21 inch smallmouth on nickajack but um on the 19 inches that you catch on dale like they fight like 16 inches you catch on dale they fight like demons it's just like they make you work 
and you don't know what it is till you get it up to the boat. But the other thing is that they've got some big, large mouth. There's there's always stories of locals up there that toss, you know, six pound large mouth up on the bank because they don't want to catch them. They're offended by them, but it's it's just such a phenomenal fishery. And, and I think and, uh, next year, I think the mm-hmm. MLF is going out there. Uh, yeah, that'll be uh, yeah. fantastic. They had, a, they had a tournament on there recently. We actually had some local yeah. uh, uh, local guides that run Talk and Tackle. Yeah, just went out there and blistered them. And and I don't know if you noticed, but we're doing a repeat of a tournament of a place on the schedule because yeah. some people that we're partnering you know partnering with maybe this season. So we'll get to that in a second, but. Yeah, we'll get there. We'll get there. Yeah. So, you know, cold water, we're coming back to Cherokee. And, you know, that's a, that's another great, great lake. I mean, it, it, the couple times I've been out there, especially in the cold, it, it doesn't seem like it's heavily pressured, but another place where you can catch, you know, a little bit of everything and smallmouth included. Um, yeah. I see a lot of good smallmouth coming out of Cherokee, especially in the winter times and stuff. You know, just because we haven't touched on the dates for the people listening, you heard us talking about, you know, the cold water fishing. It's kind of like a hidden, hidden thing. And not a lot of people talk about it. A a lot of anglers kind of get off the water when it gets cold. But, um, I mean, the the Tennessee Bass Nation and, you know, the Tennessee clubs have shown that Del Hollow just shines in the cold water. So that y'all start y'all season off late December 16th. So. Well, yeah. uh, before right before the year ends coming up then, dude, we only got two months that's right yeah. right back and at then, it uh january 20th uh for cherokee sure. and uh another another like y'all were just saying that does really good in in the cold water so with dale i mean it, it's actually been kind of seasonably warm so we moved it up a week and we've always heard like the colder it is, and i've experienced it like it's been spit to snow ice, everything else, and you'll just see shad swarming and large mouth and small mouth just attacking shad balls right in front of you. You don't need live scope or nothing. You just throw it at yeah. the The way Tom Kazmierski told me, him and Adam, he was like, if it's not miserable out there, it's not cold enough for the, yeah. the fishing to be on fire. Like, you want to go when it is just <laughs> yeah. bad cold. Yeah, so we moved it up a week, and then, uh, you know, Cherokee's going to be January 20th, still kind of cold water. Uh, and then February 10th, we're hitting Watts Bar, and I don't know if y'all got to fish the the Hobie event. It was super cold there. I actually had a kayak froze up. And yeah, I did. That was miserable. It was miserable. <laughs> cold. <laughs> I, I actually went to some place called the Steam Plant, and thank God because I had my rudder caught. I had, I had a native at the time, but I had my rudder caught to the side, and I was doing circles. Yeah. I went out there just went in that water. It was. You know, my uh, my handle was frozen for the first couple hours. I had to pour something. I, had, I can't remember what I even pour got. Something. Like a water or something that I found. In oh. the, that was in my uh, <clears throat> in my room that I was staying. Sounds in. like you peed on it. You're making too much. He's lying. Yeah, 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 he stood yeah, up and just took a leak it. right there on the handle. <laughs> he just sat there with his pee hand on it the whole time. Yeah. <laughs> I was desperate. <laughs> desperate times. And, hey, I don't blame you. And you know, I mean, you wear gloves in the winter anyway, so it's fine. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> then, of course, and, and not many people talk about this, but like, Chickamauga cold weather. I have oh, yeah. caught, you know, Steve O. Steve O caught a 10 pounder and 
we started out one day on chick and it was about that time and i went to one creek and i caught a seven pounder and it like our line eyes were freezing up and everything else and then you know we grouped it and he said hey i know where we can catch a 10 pounder and i'm like this is a story from hell so we, we legitimately we book it down you know 40 miles south of where we were at well he caught an eight pounder that morning so it was, yeah it was an eight pounder. <laughs> yeah. so, so we, we go into a creek and he he hadn't thrown an umbrella rig much or jerk bait and i'm good yeah. at those so i was we went to a pocket <laughs> we literally would make about 30 casts clean off the shad every cast and then boom catch a three pounder mm-hmm. so he goes like daniel's like hell i'm just gonna throw it the middle of this and there was a stick there literally he throws his umbrella rig right there and i love watching him catch fish he bowed up into that thing and it was a giant on an umbrella rig and he's he's like he's about to stroke you know um and because that was you know he had caught some good fish but not an eight pounder and it was amazing and so we're we're already wrecking we're pre-fishing for the hobie in three weeks is what we were kind of doing and so yeah and I'll, but I had to tell the plant he was going to leave that he caught an eight pounder out that morning. So, yeah. Yeah. Dang. And, uh, yeah, Steve O called, called a 10 pounder. He, he called his shot and said, We're going to go down here and catch a 10 pounder. I'm waiting for that. That, that, that one spot, I fished three times for an hour, hour and a half each. And my best five was 106 inches. Dude. Yeah. And of course, TOC gets here and it's a mud bowl. So, yeah. Yeah. That? yeah. yeah. So, everybody I talk to tells me that Steve's the king of pre fishing. Like, Steve catches some donkeys. Yeah. I got it. was, man, I thought because I was talking to Kurt Smith because he was coming down to stay in the area and Jim Ware and Jim Clark and all them were staying in my house. And so I was like, guys, where's. They're eating everywhere. They're eating a trap, a jerk bait, you know, uh, mm-hmm. you know, umbrella rig, everything. And that spot itself, my my B spot, I went and caught 98 inches in an hour and 15 minutes one one evening, and then in like two foot of water, and then the spot Daniel and I were at, I caught 96 inches in like four or five hours one day by myself. And that day he and I went. You could put our best five together, and it probably would have pushed almost a hundred inches. I mean, we were just wrecking. Oh, yeah. And so, and those bot, and that was that was south, almost middle, and north above north middle, and there was all now. different bodies of water. Yeah, yeah. yeah. This stuff downloads to my yeah. computer. I'll just go back and listen again. Yeah, <laughs> I, I'm, I'm taking mental notes here. I got. Oh, so well, you forget it was chick, so that, that's gone now. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Oh, <laughs> but yeah, chick in the winter, you're gonna catch some bigs. I mean, it, it just you're, you're probably not gonna catch a ton of quantity, but you, you, I mean, you're gonna catch them. You're gonna, yeah, it, it's in March. Just, I think you've got a lot of pre spawn patterns too. Yes, uh, yeah, they should be chewing a little bit. Um, then we're coming up on April the 13th. We're going to do Old Hickory. This is, you know, we had Carl Black as for the last two seasons. They've actually sponsored our Angler of the Year and given thousand yeah. dollars for the Angler of the Year prize. And so they're back again. And this is actually going to be one that's going to be, you know, good, for, special for them. So they're expected to be out there, and we're going to have a pretty good showing, you know, in, in their area. So. Yeah. You know, they've been gracious enough to actually sponsor the angler of the year for Georgia Bass Nation and Tennessee Bass Nation. And 
you know, they're a phenomenal sponsor and we're, we're extremely gracious to have them for, you know, a third year in a row. Um, so yeah, that'll be fun. I think you're going to be a pretty fun lake. It can be yeah, a little stiff sometimes, but yeah, I've never fished it. It's probably one that I'll, I'm just going to direct and judge. Yeah. How do we lose you? Oh, I think we froze up a little bit. I thought we all did for a second. Yeah, I was like I was trying to shift around. Yeah, no, I I don't. I've never checked out Old Hickory either. I haven't got out as much as I'd like to have with uh, the Tennessee Lakes. Be back. Yeah, but I don't hey, know. What's it's, it's just like every couple minutes or so, it just freezes up. But. Oh, there you are. Yeah. Yeah. Um, then, yeah, we're at Old Hickory. Uh, it's it's a good. There's a lot of a lot of different options there, though. There's, I mean, there can be some grass there. There's uh, docks there, uh, marinas, ledges, bluff walls, kind of standard Tennessee stuff, really. Yeah. But, uh, could be pretty good in April. I don't, I don't know if I've ever actually fished it in April. Uh, so then you've got a, no, that that it's two weeks. So two weeks after that, I'm I'm excited about this one. Yeah. Oh, is that no hollow again? What is? Oh, yeah. oh, oh, oh! You say? Yeah, Halloween will be you know, excited yeah. about Del Hollow been on April twenty seventh. Yeah, so, so uh, we haven't announced anything about that yet because we just started talking about it basically. But uh, oh. this morning, maybe. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But um, it's something that I had as an idea last year, and me and Garrett talked about it. Me, Brian, and Garrett talked about it. Um, I may have mentioned it to Steve, but we were originally thinking about trying to move the paddle and fin open to December and try to do, do that with, uh, with y'all in Tennessee Bass Nation. And we just didn't think it was going to work out. And then now, um, y'all are going back and we don't have any details yet. So nobody bother me about that. We're going to be working on it, but we're going to try to make everything work. <laughs> but, um, paddle and fin open is going to be a double dipped event with the Tennessee Bass Nation on Del Hollow. So we'll be we, we hope to get get these guys and our accommodations. Hopefully and uh y'all get to come hang out with us uh down at the barn, um check out the venue that we get to put together, feed y'all up real good, you know, tell y'all lies, all sorts of that good stuff. But uh oh, good liquor debt. <laughs> everybody that follows Paddle and Fin comes to this event it always has a great time. It's grown every year. Um you know, big shout out to Brian for everything he's done to really, you know, put work into that. And um, Richard and all those guys at uh, Eastport Marina have always been gracious enough to help us out with it and give us a place to do it. But uh, I think it'll be really cool if we can get it all all worked out together and uh, do this all all together. That way, there's no conflicting dates and schedules, and we can all have a whole bunch of people come to this thing. So I'm I'm looking forward to it. Yeah. And I think especially getting our schedule out this early, um, one of the things last year we had a couple of conflicts with some of the cast clubs. And I think we're, we actually dropped some of these dates to some of those clubs ahead of time. So they could actually either do joint events with us or deconflict where they could. And yeah. it, it's going to drive attendance for us, especially. And there, you know, there's a ton of people that missed out last season, but we had enough events. We're, you know, we're doing ten this season. I mean, there's plenty for folks to be able to do. And you know, we're going to do a bit of a change for 
you know, at this midway point, I'll go ahead and bring this up, but we're going to do a bit of a change on how we're going to do angler of the year this season. So we have been doing, you know, well, not really angler of the year, how we do the state championship. Um, yeah. Previously, we've done the top 15 from each event. We've done roll downs all the way through. And then we did top three for the cast clubs. And, but this season we're doing a little bit different. We're going to do the top 10 from each event. And then we're going to kind of mirror the Bassmaster deal and, you know, kind of the Hobie deal. And we're going to do the top 50 for Angler, Angler of the Year. And I think it's going to drive a little bit more participation. We had some people that would jump in on one event just to qualify for state and state championship special. It's always going to be special, especially because we've, we've sent, I think now just through the Tennessee Bass Nation, we've sent, I think three to four people that have actually walked across the Bassmaster Classic stage. And that is every time. And we actually had an angler um, that fished our, fished our state championship qualified at Del Hollow that actually walked across the stage. He had a choice between fishing, you know, Queen City and, you know, their classic or something that they had and he chose ours just so he could actually qualify and get back. It's like a drug. They're just like itching. You know, I, I, I got to get back, you know, and, which is fantastic. But, you know, the grassroots stuff that we're able to do, it's, you know, it's a little bit above grassroots and it's kind of the great step in for anglers to jump into a Hobie event or a Bassmaster event, get that experience. And we're picking up actually this season, we actually saw a number of people that said, Hey, I jumped out of a bass boat, just jumped in the kayak. And this is the first event I fished in the kayak tournament. So we're, we're gaining some folks from that as well. But no doubt. So, yeah. yeah. It's uh, a pretty good uh, intermediary fish. It's fun. Yeah. 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 yeah Russ Snyder. Russ Snyder, he qualified, um, he qualified through Tennessee Bass Nation. So, oh yeah, we had uh, I think it was what was it eight out of ten on stage this year made it from Bass Nation. Oh yeah, 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 it was a ton, and so it goes to show. I mean, if you can't make some of Steve, some of those Remember national that? level Remember events again. Look at yeah, that! Look, a... screenshot that look. <laughs> <laughs> no, but yeah, but, but further here. point. Yeah, if, if you can't make a Bassmaster, then you've got options within your state because not everybody can drop that kind of money to travel, you know. Yeah. Um, but but I we can put these on your I'm home like. body of waters. Yeah, we can help put these on your home body of waters. We've already got established clubs in the area to help support it. So it's semi maintains itself that way. And then me and Daniel just show up and look pretty and make funny jokes and people yep. want to come back. So <laughs> for some reason, I don't know why. <laughs> nah. Yeah. But like you guys, you know, with the paddling fin thing up there, you know, that's something that is, is awesome. I know some people that fished at this last, you know, the last one they had and um, really enjoyed it. And so by no means did we want to put, cause we, we were going to go back to Tim's Ford that weekend probably. Because uh, we loved yeah. it, we love fishing. Yeah, Tim's, it it Tim's reminded us of Del Hollow, dude. Yeah. yeah, and so, but you know, thinking about it, I was like, you know what, man, nobody's going to be mad if we go back to Del Hollow, and <laughs> you know, we get to, you know, you guys will reciprocate the advertising just like we will for y'all. Yep. And it's just the right thing to do, you know. If we can, you know, like the All American Kayak Series was coming one year, uh, and that was my fault because I, I didn't write. Uh, their date down in my calendar, but we ended up having an event on, the same Steve, weekend. You missed we, something? 
<laughs> yeah, yeah, no kidding. And so uh, we uh, we uh, we ended up having a really good attendance in our event, and theirs was okay, moved, but it could have been a lot better. No, they ended up having it because uh, wow. I think you guys were on Douglas. You know, uh, one Terry or Brad did real good in. Oh yeah, and then uh, they were on Kentucky Lake. So yeah, yeah. Well, uh, go ahead, Dan. Yeah, May the 4th, we're coming back to Douglas, you know. Speaking of Douglas. <laughs> oh, speaking of Douglas, right there, um, which that's that's a great fishery. A ton of fish are always yeah. caught there. I, I'm, I get to, I've judged the last couple ones there, and I, I've never fished Douglas, but I get to judge a ton of fish, and, you know, kind of a funny thing that happened, we had three anglers at the Douglas event that caught the same fish twice, and, you know, completely completely different areas but they were just absolutely chewing and, and had to call each one of them it's like yeah you're out right. that's the same fish um, yeah. but so just tell you they're, they're a little bit dumb on douglas so <laughs> you can trick them um, good i need to get some dumb fish in my life then uh june 1st you know we're going to kentucky lake i mean and yeah after we did our state cha- did the state championship there through cast i actually I gained a lot of respect for that lake and you know what it's able to achieve and put out you know it, it's we always hear it's coming back and you know that there was a ton of fish caught in that event a ton of 20s that were caught. Yeah. Mm-hmm. i like and that it, you're going during their actual like summer pool oh yeah uh thank josh stewart for that because i reached out to him and josh stewart was like Beep, 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 beep. Make sure it's on summer food. <laughs> yeah, I can see why. It could be kind of yeah. a tough place uh, at, uh, during their winter pool. Uh, it was just all, it's only in summer pool for like three or four months out of the year or something like that. So yeah. you only get a short window to hit it during that time. But you guys made the right decision there, I think. And then... Uh... Do what? What you cut out? What'd you say? I said I, I think you, you made the right decision there. On he just it. wanted you to repeat that. You fell for it. Shit. Damn. <laughs> I can't believe Garrett walked right into that. I'm so very gullible sometimes, man. <laughs> yeah. So <laughs> then July twentieth, uh, we're going to Pickwick, and you yes, know, sir. I, 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 I absolutely nice. love Pickwick. I actually finished tenth, tenth there in a Bassmaster, so you know, got to cash a check. And uh, you know, if you fished it, there's a little bit of something for everybody. And every little bit of the area, you can catch smallmouth in the back of a pocket off of a cypress tree somehow, in three foot of water, three foot of muddy water, by the way, and it's just it's it's a different lake and it like it's got something for everybody you got the you got the dam you got beautiful pockets cypress trees grass and you know it's phenomenal i mean oh man it's it's one of my favorite places but it same it here. never fails that I, I always do good when there's nothing on on the table like yeah um, you just have fun pre-fishing it, yeah. yeah like uh I've, I've done really good pre-fishing for bassmaster <laughs> event there um and then you know completely choke the next day um, go there one weekend and it'll just be on fire, have the exact same conditions the next weekend and it'd be completely terrible for what I'm doing. Uh, so it's a love-hate relationship. Yeah. I used to just completely hate it, but now it's like my favorite lake to go try and challenge me. Um, oh, yeah. It, it's really yeah. fun. There's And there's Josh Stewart, you got to watch Josh Stewart on that lake too. 
<laughs> yep, Marshall now and and Riser yeah. and yeah, Adam Riser. Well, you got to right, yeah, you got to watch Riser everywhere. That's it. That's yeah. the other great thing about fishing that bash the Tennessee Bass Station Club is that you fish against a lot of those guys that are great national anglers also. So you really are getting like oh yeah your training grounds, I guess, for fishing some of the higher up national trails. Yeah. Um, there's no shortage of hammers in Tennessee. If you look at almost every national event, there's going to be a number of Tennessee folks that are in the top 10. I mean, they're, they're just, you know, kind of built different, I guess. And, uh, but I'll tell a quick Pickwick story before he gets back. So we're fishing the very first Tennessee Bass Nation on Pickwick. And me and Daniel, Daniel's my best friend. We travel everywhere and this, that, and the other. And we're, you know, we backhand each other when we need it in the whole nine yards. But so we're fishing in the same pocket with Riser. And Riser, you know, we're he's, it's his, he takes us to oh, his Lord. place. So, so <laughs> Riser, he t- shows us where he's fishing. So we're respecting that. And so I'm fishing, throwing a chatterbait, and I catch a pretty good one. And then I, I scan a brush pile with about, I don't know, eight or 10 fish on it. And I, I, I caught a pretty good one off of it, missed two. And then I hung up in the brush pile. So I broke off. So I, I would, wouldn't disturb the brush pile. And so I'm going to leave it alone for about 15, 20 minutes and then come back to it. Well, Daniel's coming by and, you know, he's going on. I think he's going on to these, these cypress trees. And, and I almost said something, but I didn't. And then I turn around. And Daniel Daniel looks like he's cranking a freaking weed eater. Whoa. Whoa. <laughs> Pulls the damn brush pile right up out of the water. And I'm like. You're welcome. It takes disturbing the brush pile to a whole new level. Brush pile. Yeah, and he turned around like he got caught in the cookie jar. He said, What? What? I said, dude, that brush pile was loaded with fish. He goes, Oh he could have answered with, Well, I got your lure back though. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Now get me that chatterbait out of there, boy. That was it broke my heart, but it was so freaking funny because the look on his face was just that was great. Yeah. Funny story. I caught probably about twenty foot from there. Um, I caught eight fish and thirty cast and just like this fifteen foot space there on Pickwick. And Shell moved over there. Yeah, they moved. They moved to this one stick that was there. You know, <laughs> yeah. a year later, thankfully. Yeah. Oh yeah, he went. Yeah, this Still is there. the next trip, not the same one. <laughs> he yeah. did all yeah, the other cover and that 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 whole and pocket. Daniel <laughs> making homeless stick. fish all across Tennessee. Homeless fish Absolutely. all across Tennessee. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so uh, then we go to August tenth. Um, we got this. We got another river event. I mean, and last year we had okay attendance of this one but it's to us it's not about attendance it's about a bit of diversity in the schedule and giving anglers you know kind of putting you know something that may be in their wheelhouse on the schedule and yeah there was a ton of fish caught at this one and you know josh sharp took the win last year with i think it was 93 inches off of this there was a lot of big fish caught in that too oh yeah so yeah you, you had the 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 you know, normal river rats that were there. Josh Sharp was first. Jordan Marshall, Eric Thomason, Sam yeah. Beck had big bass there. Charlie Mills. Uh, yeah, so it, it's just, you know, it, and I think it got a lot of anglers out of their comfort zone in fishing that event and, you know, maybe got them to 
want to fish the river stuff a little bit more and stuff the open lake. But so we're coming back again and the city of Knoxville last year was just phenomenal as far as I host on this one. And so that, I think they immediately, you know, they immediately shared every bit of the media there and then, you know, pegged Steve on and said, Hey, when y'all coming back? <laughs> so yeah, that's, yeah, that's, right. that's our season closer. And um, so we're trying this, you know, we're, we're going to the same state lake back to back, you know, for two years. And it gives a lot of anglers the familiarity of that fishery, what to come back to. So we're coming back to Gunnersville. All and, I know is I will not go back to anything I was at last time. Yeah, so we're not really set on this one. You know, yeah. there, we got some events that, um, you know, could happen between that time. You know, the Cast State Championship could be held up in there, so we don't yeah. have a date set. Yeah, and we're going to work on them and – sorry, go ahead. Yeah, and we're, so we like to have a little bit of flexibility, but, again, it's going to be Gunner's full and it's going to be fantastic and – can you get an idea of how it's going to fish with the KBF coming up? Uh, is that this weekend, I think? Yeah. Yeah, they've uh, started the tomorrow. Championship. Tomorrow. Yeah. Um, so you'll get an idea of how it's going to fish in October slash November next I'm year. Gonna, I'm going to do a little interlude here. And even if you don't follow KBF at all and you're listening to this, pay sure to pay attention to the 10 and where it is. Because it is, uh, <laughs> it is something yeah. that is dear to a lot of people here, because it is a little gold mine, and now <laughs> it's it's not going to be after this event. So I have no problem saying it because the whole world's going to see it, as far as kite fishing goes. But uh, yeah, anyway. But um, anyway, so that's going to be our season closer, and you know we've had phenomenal participation year after year so far and i think this one you know even jumping at 10 events i think it's going to be good especially with the deconfliction with the cast clubs yeah, um, no we got a lot of the directors that reached out and said hey i don't want to you know we want we want to fish everything that we can and you know we had a lot of anglers that come from that and you know it, it's just it's a joy to you know be able to put something on like something on like this and just tell the anglers, Hey, all you got to worry about is fishing. That's all you got to do. Worry about you. You know, we got this side of it and yeah, it's a lot of, a lot of what Steve has built for this and the model behind it. Yeah. It, it's very, it, it definitely intrigues me. I like how many events there is and like the road to, you know, the angler of the year, the classic and everything like that. And, uh, I'm like I said, I mean, I get to fish a lot next year, but that might be what I put my, my, you know, drop my hat in that and try to hit, you know, just yeah. pick, pick five of those. Cause I mean, two oh, of them yeah. will be super easy cause they're close. I'm an hour from Pickwick and, uh, Gunnersville. I'll be up at Del Hollow. So if, as long as I don't have to run anything or help with anything, I'll be able to fish that one. So I might yeah. as well just grab two more, you yeah. know? So, and uh, the, the, I feel like those ones earlier in the season, like the December through March ones are the easiest ones for me to make in my schedule, at least. Uh, yeah. There's not, a, not much else going on. So yeah, as well. Well, that's two season drops folks. And that's, that's a ton of information to go over, but uh, I know everybody's excited about it. Uh, especially, you know, Bassmaster schedule drop super early. Everybody can go ahead and get prepared and get their, you know, get, I've got to throw one the, uh, schedule and hope for, 
got the cards fall in the right spot for that. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then uh, this looks like a really, really fun schedule for you, the, the Tennessee Bass Nation. And, uh, you know, I think uh, the Tennessee Bass Nation, as far as the state nations go, I mean, y'all are y'all are killing it with that. I think y'all have probably the, the best put together state, obviously. Um, I know Florida's doing some good work to Georgia. Oh, yeah. Um but y'all, I, I, it's it seems like y'all are miles ahead on the state level stuff from a lot of the other state levels, and uh, you know y'all have a really good following there in the state to, you know, it kind of helps it go along. So uh, can't wait to see how how the season goes for y'all, and uh, appreciate y'all dropping it here with us. Uh, oh yeah, yeah. I may have to already. may have to pull a few tricks we went over our hour and a half mark so i can't remember it but it won't upload to youtube or facebook correctly um but we'll make it happen Oops. uh oh that's fine it happened on, i man. think we're the only people that do it like, yeah <laughs> especially since garrett came on because me and him will get off on tangents it's like yeah. once a month that we have a show that's just too long so um it still gets posted it just it's not as simple but, it's uh, kind of weird because Steve-O talked for 75% of it, so I don't know right, how y'all going to put that on yourselves there. I enjoy it. I, whenever Steve-O, I have man, this one, I, killing me. I don't mind people that, that talk a lot because I'm the same way. So, like, I go ahead and throw all that time limit stuff out when I know I'm going to have Steve on because I know whether yeah. he gets off on one, I get off on one, or me and him both get going. It's just it's going wherever it goes, you know. So, hey, as long as, long as yeah. one of us getting off on one. I mean, obviously I can, so. <laughs> yeah. But uh, we got we got living evidence of that. That's right. <laughs> yeah, but it's uh, I like it's to have an uninterrupted show with Tom Kazmierski and Adam Riser and oh, the God. three of us. We did it. Oh, with all, now with all y'all, that would be uninterrupted. Uninterrupted. That'd be I, hey, I'll do that one as a live. I'm dead serious. I'll set yeah. it up if y'all want to do that. Yeah, I'll do that as a live because I know I don't know if Garrett was around yet, but I know oh, me. Nether Kaz- floating around. <laughs> Me, Kazmierski, and Riser did an episode, and you want to talk about information it's overload? Great. You're great. just because you, you like we get off on tangents of stories about the past, and Riser is going to dump knowledge on you. Like yeah. and yep. you're just you're just like it's just one of those mind blowing yeah. episodes where you're just like, yeah, I suck at fishing. That's just what this is. I, I'm just I'm just ass, and he's not, you know. <laughs> but uh. Maybe we'll dig that one up and share it out before Dale Hollow. Uh, I really bring it out of the archives. Yeah, yeah I think it'd be bring great. Bring it out of the archives. I'm gonna make a note of the. Awesome. I bet you. I, I, I'm pretty sure. I remember what time of the year it was too. Um, but no, that'd be a good. One. I really do. If y'all ever think it'd be fun, we could do that going into the off season. Get get y'all to Tom and Riser on, yeah. and I'll just run it live, and we'll just see what happens. <laughs> it'd be great. Let it go where it goes. But uh. Yeah, so uh, thank we all think, y'all for letting yeah. us come on. Yes, really, absolutely. really appreciate it that we don't get to put this out here unless you know we get to y'all and talk. It's easiest to do it that way. So, and y'all do a great podcast. Y'all have from day one. Everybody that y'all cycled in has done great. So, yeah, I, I hate that it seems like it slowed down for us a little bit here. Uh, it's just everybody with paddling pins got a lot of going on right now. We got family troubles and babies popping up and new careers left mm-hmm. and right for all of us. And, uh, seems like I've, I've been making a comment. feels like we've taken the foot off the, the gas a little bit, but I don't think we're going anywhere. It's just kind of a slowdown for a minute, but, um, I'm, I'm sure everything's going to continue on just fine. And we'll go into next season hyped up and it's get it going again. Got me, uh, 
got me wanting to put that gas pedal to the. Oh, I'm, I'm telling you, like me even knowing yeah. that I'm probably not going to get to do much of it. Like when I saw the post, I was like, oh, yeah, start like get my notebook out. <laughs> yes. I'm going to this. And no, I'm not, I'm not going yeah. to these. But, yeah. uh, but we, we love having you, all, uh, Steve, you on, Steve. Dan, mm. it was great. Glad to have you on. I've got to talk to you a couple times before. <laughs> You're a great guy. I knew it was going to be a fun show. And, uh, you know, again, congrats on you know, making these clubs and these events, what y'all have, y'all do a great job. And uh, we're super happy to share any information y'all ever have for any of that stuff here. We don't mind it at all. Garrett, obviously is fishing with the Tennessee stuff a lot. We both fish with bass and, you know, we both love you guys and what y'all have done for the sport. Sure. And, you know, uh, we're, we're always here for, for you, Jimmy, if you want it. I'll, I'll put it on. As long as it doesn't have Tennessee colors on it, so I can wear yeah. it. If Wait, you have the Tennessee okay. orange in there somewhere, I'm going to burn it. That's nice. Season, yeah. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, well, uh, again, we appreciate y'all coming on, and we uh, hope y'all have a good offseason, good rest of your year, and we'll see y'all soon. Yeah, good, good luck on the next All right, season. man. Good luck on the baby. Everything. I appreciate well, it. I'm going to need it. <laughs> right. yeah, see y'all. See you. All right. Well, that was a fun episode. Love having having Steve and those guys on, man. It's it's always a fun time. Super excited to see about like you look back a couple of years and you've seen a lot of the the not negative. I mean, some of it was negative, but we're just wondering like what Bassmaster was gonna do. Mm-hmm. It seemed kind of stagnant. You had participation woes and then to what it is now, and now there's no question. Um, yeah. I think it's really, like it's, we said earlier, it's like really flourishing under his management. And yeah, it, it, it took a big 180, and then a lot of, uh, you know, a lot of respect goes to, to him and AJ that they work together on this stuff. You know, AJ is doing Hobie, and Steve's doing Bassmaster, but they, they work together as much as they can to make sure there's no scheduling conflicts, hit as many areas as they can. You know, like he was talking about uniform rules, they're trying to dial that in, so it's yeah, as similar as possible. And uh it just makes the whole sport better for everybody. And you know, the as much negative as we can keep out of it, as much drama as we can keep away from the sport, I, I think kayak fishing will continue to flourish. Um, I mean, who knows with sure. this economy? I mean kayak fishing may get even bigger because people are gonna be too broke to run bass boats for yeah, too much longer. That gas bill is gonna rack up quick. Yeah. But uh yeah, and even I mean, that, like the, even in the downturn, I guess of the economy, I guess somewhat this year, uh, you still have seen a pretty solid attendance level for the series. Yeah, it, you have, if not some, better. I mean, he said it earlier: eighty-six percent growth from previous season. Like that's yeah. pretty significant. And you not not to get all political about it when it's talking about the like economy stuff, but yeah, yeah, it does matter though. It does, but yeah. It's people talking recession, recession, recession. It's still um, interest rates. It's, it's a trending problem. recession. So yeah. it's it, it's the trending pattern. So we haven't seen those effects yet. So there's still plenty of time to grow this stuff. And I mean, kayak fishing to me is a poor man's sport. You don't have to be rich to do it. I've had my ass kicked by Pelican guys and Pelican kayaks with no electronics tons of times. Yeah. Um, there's NACA guys that have had their butts kicked by a guy in a float tube. Like it doesn't matter. You can get out and fish just by however you want. There's kayak club or fishing club that will fit you. I promise. 
if you find one you don't like the rules of, talk with the directors or go find one that fits. I mean, yeah, they're out there. There's tons of them. And they're popping up every day. So, uh, yeah. Well, that's all we got for you this week. Um, shows ran long enough. We were glad that you were here to hang out with us. Um, we'll be here back here next week. Um, it's going to be spotty for me. I know it's been spotty for me lately. Um, it's just, I'm busy, man. I'm, I'm doing my best to get back to being here all the time. Still trying to find time to start back up the final cast. And because uh, it's funny enough, the guys that are pushing at me the hardest are the guys that were doing it. They keep bugging oh, me. Like, yeah, they're like, where's my old show at? Yeah, Brad's like, man, I, I want to listen. Like, well, hurry up. And that's just, I mean, had some setbacks. I'm trying to get my mind right. I, I'm sure it's still coming. But, uh, and, I mean, fair. having the having the kid, I mean, once this, the stress of having a kid is over and the kid's here, and then, you know, that's taking up all your time, that stuff will be my escape is, you know, getting back to fishing, getting back to content creation, because I've dropped the ball on that um, real bad. I mean, I don't think I've posted on Instagram in six months. Like, yeah. I don't I haven't done any videos. This GoPro has not left this room. Well, no, it went to iCast. But, um, that reminds me, I got some Delta footage I got to pull up there. But, uh, yeah, uh, hopefully next week uh, will be KBF championship winners uh probably separate the 10 um so we have two shows instead of one just packed show yeah um but it's the timing of how they're doing it this year i feel like is different no they always do it the thursday friday because it's a thursday friday and then the 10 is saturday if i remember correctly because i know it's the same day as our state championship so yeah but uh it wouldn't matter because you have to qualify for that event anyway so uh, can't wait to see who comes out on top on that. I have my early guesses. Um, uh, rhymes with bus. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then Christine's fishing it, and Christine's good on G. Yeah. Um, but there's gonna be a lot of hammers down there for that one too. They're getting a little bit of curveballs though. They got some cold fronts coming in, like it's. Like tonight, it's like forty something degrees. Yeah. I mean, it was we it frost here last night. Yeah. So, um, uh, so that it's gonna be, it's gonna shock the shock everything. But even when I went out on the water last week or whenever it was, we had some cold nights for that, and I still yeah. had seventy seven degree water temp. Potentially so not, in a good way is what yeah. I'm. Oh no 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 yeah good yeah. like. May, may psych you out mind trailer. wise, but I think that it'll be if you can find a place away from the eelgrass, I think you'll be all right. Yeah, because uh, you don't have to worry about winter drawdown on Gunner's. I don't care what anybody says. That lake drops like a foot. That's it. I, I think I uh, looked at it historically. It's like I think eight inches. Yeah, me, me, and you looked it up uh, this yeah. spring because we were curious about it. Um, that does now that eight inches, some of those creeks do come out of play. Yeah, for um, sure. They make a difference, but, but um, it's not, it's not drastic. Like you go down to warrior and there's 20 foot of bank and, uh, it's nothing like that. So, uh, it'll be a fun event. There'll be some, I mean, it's gunners. Well, I can't think of a tournament ever kayak wise that there's been a tournament on gunners. Well, that has not had like 89 inches, 88, like that's still a decent day on Gunnersville. Yeah. So it'll be a fun time, but all right, folks, we'll, 
we're going to leave it with you. Thanks if you're still stuck around with us this long, which if it was since Steve-O and them were on, I'm sure you did. Um, <laughs> yeah. But we appreciate it as always. Time. We love y'all and we will see y'all next week. Peace. See ya. Thank you.